0: I have the will to complete this mission. Do the two of you? She's just a kid. You're seeing something in her that isn't there. You're clouded by it. She's a supremacist. The very concept of a super soldier will always trouble people. was so that warped aspiration that led to... Nazis. To Ultron to the Avengers. Hey, those are friends you're talking about. The Avengers, not the Nazis. So, Carly is radicalized. But there has to be a peaceful way to stop her. The desire to become a superhuman cannot be separated from supremacist ideals. Anyone with that serum is inherently on that path. She will not stop. She will escalate until you kill her. Or she kills you. Maybe you're wrong, Zemo. The serum never corrupted Steve. Touché. But there has never been another Steve Rogers, has there? Ho ho ho! Hello, Popheads! Welcome to issue 151 of the TomCast Podcast. Once again, coming to you from Baron Zemo's secret sewer escape tunnel. I've been here all weekend. I'm getting used to the smell. My name is Tom. Thank you so much for listening to this quality, independent pop culture podcast. Please be sure to follow us on the social media at TomCastPopcast on Twitter and Instagram. You can email the show TomCastPopcast at gmail.com. Make sure you're liking, subscribing, and sharing the show. On whatever platform it is you listen to, we are on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Google Play, Pandora, Music, Amazon Music, Audible, so many, many more. We have a, well, we have something of a continuation of a show. This one's going to be a little different because uh, uh, this is sort of a a continuation of our our chat about the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, episode four. Uh, I found myself over the weekend uh, watching it again and, and thinking about more things, and and I had to get I had to get Mark back on the line because there is there's a lot to sort of talk, talk about here as we as we head into these final two episodes of the season. and And I wanted to, to pick his brain about some stuff. There's gonna be uh, some some fact based conversation based on what we've seen so far uh, and in what you know how we're gonna interpret that, where it could mean, where it could lead us on the path for the rest of these these final two episodes. Uh, but there will be a fair amount of speculation too. We're we're gonna try and and uh, well, listen. We're gonna take some, we're gonna take some big swings in this one, particularly me, and and Mark will sort of act as my my reality check. He's gonna put me in check when, when I'm when my, when these big swings blow up in my face, or when he thinks they're gonna blow up in my face. Cause uh, I, I had some thoughts over the weekend. And it'll be interesting to kind of see how this goes. So I hope you're enjoying the Falcon Winter Soldier breakdowns that we're doing because this is basically a continuation of that conversation that we had on the Friday show. Uh, otherwise, you know, hey, save this episode for when you have watched the Falcon Winter Soldier and and uh, but don't don't listen to this after episodes four. Uh, I'm sorry, after after episodes five and six because uh, we may just look foolish <laughs> with some of the stuff we're going to talk about here today. But let's get into it. Again, it's going to be an exciting conversation. It's going to be a lot of fun. Big swings coming up. Going to make some, going, to, going to fire some shots in the dark here. Uh, 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 throw some stuff to the wall, see what sticks. It's going to be a good time. Make sure you're sitting down, you're buckled up, you're holding on to your butts, and then you buckle up again. Because this is the Tom, TomCast podcast, and, and when Tom swings big, it gets it gets to be a bumpy ride. So you got to be holding on to your butts and buckled in. All right, let's get to the show. Here we go.
1: If you had the chance to take this scenario, what'd you do? Hells yeah. You wouldn't be worried about how it might how it might change
0: you. I mean. Power just makes a person more of themselves, right? Carly Morgenthau, Steve Rogers. And me? You already have three medals of honor. You consistently make the right decisions in the heat of battle. Yep. Three
1: badges of excellence to make sure I never forget the worst day of my life. We both know that the things that we had to do in Afghanistan be awarded those medals felt a long way from being right. Being capped the first time I've had the chance to do something that actually feels right. God, imagine how many lives we could have saved that day if we had that,
0: Sarah. I know. I know. Okay, here he is. He's back. <laughs> and he's probably wondering why. He's like, didn't we already talk about this episode of the Falcon and Winter Soldier? Um, Mark, welcome back. And uh, thank you for indulging me on this uh, this kind of follow-up episode.
1: Ah, uh, thank you for having me.
0: <laughs> oh, I have to ask, what was your first thought when when I when I reached out to you and said, "Hey, I want to talk about this episode some more"?
1: <laughs> I got nothing better to do.
0: <laughs> okay, fair enough. <laughs> I was during the introduction of the show, I was I was mentioning to the audience how uh, over the weekend I watched the episode a couple more times, and I couldn't help but but kind of think about some more things that maybe we didn't cover uh, as thoroughly as maybe I would have liked to. Sure no I, I, I'm completely fascinated by this episode. I, I find so much of it uh, so interesting and and uh, I don't know I just want I just kind of want like get into it some more and, and, and kind of get into a conversation. Uh, now one of the things that we're gonna talk about one of the avenues we're gonna go down is is kind of based on some of the some of the stuff we did talk about on the show you know when we talked about the right or wrongness of Thanos's plan and were the Avengers right to undo it. Okay. Like, because that's obviously where the flag smashers are coming from, uh, but that train of thought led me down, led me down a bit of a rabbit hole, <laughs> and we'll get into that. I was, gonna, I'm going to save that part of the of the show for a little bit later because that's when it's going to get really wild, and 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 I am going to be uh, very far outside of the box on on that one. Okay. All right. So so because it it, it involves kind of uh, pulling at some of the the threads on on Endgame, which is. I love Avengers Endgame. It has all the emotional payoffs I want, um, but it's this—it's a really complex tapestry. And when you start pulling at threads on it, it does kind of unravel a little bit. <laughs> so, so it, we're gonna do yeah. a little bit of that. We're gonna do a little bit of that in this episode, but I'm, I'm gonna save that towards the end.
1: Okay. Sound I mean, cool? it's it's been a while since I've seen it, so we're not
0: we're not gonna go too, we're not gonna get too comp too too complicated into into. There, there's one particular moment we have to talk about in the context for this show. Okay. And I think you'll be okay with that. So don't don't worry about it being super fresh in your in your mind. Okie doke. Uh. So when you when you hear you'll, when you when when you listen to this episode, you'll hear that I'm I'm transitioning from the intro of the show to this conversation, and I'm playing that conversation between between Lamar and John Walker when they're at that cafe, and he's asking Lamar if he would take the Super Soldier Serum, and he's like, hell yeah, and you know you, you juxtapose that against Sam's answer when Nemo Nemo, when Zemo asks Sam and the instant no from Sam alright so you have like these two two diametric opinions on it you have their beliefs of that John's a good man so the serum will bring out the best in him but obviously we see that John's got some darkness in him some dark things going on first question Mark do you take the super soldier serum
1: in Battlestar's words Hell yes.
0: <laughs> okay. Like I'm
1: sorry. Like no, you can't. How can you be Captain America? How can you lead the Avengers in in battles against cosmic beings that are that are still a hundred times more powerful than you? How how are you that character without the 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 physical capacity to to fight for what you're standing for?
0: The interesting th- part of that conversation um, between, between Battle Cat and John Walker is – and I, I know I said Battle Cat. Don't worry. I did it on purpose. <laughs>
1: okay. That's a Thundercats reference, right? Actually,
0: this is a He-Man reference.
1: He-Man. Sorry. <laughs> sorry, He-Man
0: fans. <laughs> Dolph London's really pissed right now. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, again, the interesting – sorry. You, <laughs> the He-Man thing threw me off. Uh, what's interesting about that that conversation? Uh, one of the many interesting parts of that conversation is is sort of like Lamar's the one who says it is is he, he, apparently Lamar's never heard the 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 uh, the adage that you know power corrupts. He just believes that you know power is good for good people. Good people should have power. Sure, and that's pretty wild. <laughs> I guess I don't agree. <laughs> It, because, I think we're, we're, I think we're seeing with John that it is power that is is already corrupting him.
1: I mean, it's hard to say, uh, just because, as we discussed in in the previous episode, you know, John makes some, you know, he, he makes a grave mistake uh, that was very much emotionally driven. Whether that. Is indicative indicative of a, um, a sort of wholesale corruption of him. You know, I don't know. And as far as what Battlestar is saying, I don't think he's. I don't. I don't think he's thinking uh, broadly in that instance. I think he is answering the very specific question of does he take it? And because I think Lamar thinks that, like. Yeah, he could handle it. He thinks he's a good dude. He could handle it. So I, I don't, I don't necessarily think he's, he's thinking so, so as broadly as, as you're uh, framing the question.
0: Sure. No, hundred percent. And I'm not trying to condemn him for his answer. I just think it's interesting, an interesting insight into, into those two characters. And again, you know, they, they, they refer to their time in the military and what happened in Afghanistan. And I'm very curious if we will see a flashback. To see some of those those events that they're referring to, um, right? But the other sound clip that we're going to use to open the show, at least until Disney sends me that cease and desist that they've been threatening for a while, um, we we go back to the very beginning of the episode when, uh, when when uh, Zemo is talking about Carly as a supremacist, and and you know the very notion of a super soldier and why it it can't come to be because because of the power that it, it that it brings and how it will change somebody. Right. And especially people with, with like, extremist ideals. So, I, I, I like those two conversations kind of bouncing off each other. So, I, I want, I, I'd like our listeners to kind of hear that and, and start making up their own minds and get their own um, thoughts on what this means to them and, and how they interpret it for these characters moving forward. Because I, I again, this, this episode has so much interesting stuff in it. I just loved it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Alright. Now, I, I, oh, go I'm sorry. You look like you were going to talk.
1: Well, no, I just wanted to say something as far as uh, because you mentioned earlier when Sam says, no, he wouldn't take the the serum. You know, I I honestly had the thought of, you know, is he is he lying or is he just is he lying to himself? Does he think he wouldn't? But I, you know, I wonder if he would be tempted to do it.
0: Oh, no, it's 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 very tempting. It would have been. I mean, it's it's extremely really interesting to think if he came into the room at the same time that Walker, you know, was in there and found the found the the vial of super soldier serum. And and you know, would he have done the Zemo move and, and stepped on it and just ended the threat right there or would he have considered it for himself? You know, but I, I think I think this episode at the very least showed us uh, how thoughtful Sam is about things and I right. think I mean he just, he has just become made aware of of Isaiah Bradley and his situation and I think I think Sam sort of sees the burden and the negative aspect of it as well. Yeah, and and, and there's a very good possibility that, that 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 Sam may still be confronted with this decision at some point.
1: Yeah, I don't I don't think he's going to, but I it, it, obviously it's a possibility.
0: It's a big possibility. Uh, the, the other thing that happened today. Uh, well, not the other thing. The, the thing that happened today that that was also interesting timing-wise, as far as us doing this follow-up show, is, is Marvel released what they called like a mid-season preview, which is, I mean, yeah. <laughs> interesting terminology considering there's only two episodes left of a six-episode series. But uh, they, it, it obviously it was, was kind of like, like a highlight reel of what's happened and some a, a little tease of some of the stuff coming up. And as we talked about, clearly, yep. clearly the decision's been made. Sam and Bucky. They have to take the shield away from John, and John's not giving it up. Right. That is the one thing I've been able to infer from that from that little teaser. Because, like I said, a lot of its footage we've seen already. Yeah. But there's just enough there to say, yeah, these, like we said, uh, they are on a collision course with each other for sure.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And and, and time to take that shield away from from uh, Mr. Walker, I think. Right. All right. One of the questions I wanted to ask you uh, because we didn't we didn't get to talk about her too much on this episode, but I'm I'm curious where you think sharon carter is at mentally in this show like it is let's put it this way are the are the rumors of her as a power broker something you're buying into at this point
1: it's one of those things i see it as a as a very real possibility Mm -hmm. but my understanding is that in the comics you know they're I, I guess multiple people have been the power broker at times in the comics. But that there's one character named Curtis Jackson, I think. Okay. That that I guess is kind of most known as, as the power broker. So uh, part of me thinks, well, I mean, why not just have a new character?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, like, why does it have to be a big reveal that, oh, it's Sharon all along? I, I wonder if uh, I wonder if like a lot of this talk is kind of like the whole, you know, Doctor Strange is going to show up in and WandaVision and, and stuff like that. Like like are people just looking for some kind of twist that isn't actually going to be there?
0: Oh, uh, it's very likely. And I mean, I'll be honest, I, I texted you over the weekend with one of the, the thoughts I had about Sharon Carter. And you, you uh, quickly dismissed it.
1: <laughs> I did not dismiss it. You, well, you, you,
0: you said you were taking the other side of the fence. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, let's make it more interesting. You know. <laughs> well, let's put it out there. You know, I, I, I promised there would be some, some big swings in this episode from me in particular. Uh, I, and so, yeah, I, I texted a couple people about this idea. Uh, some, people, some people seemed intrigued by the idea. Some people rejected it out of hand. And completely unfairly, in my opinion, but what well, you know, what do I know? I'm, I'm biased. It's my, my train of thought here. But my thought is that we w- it will be revealed that Sharon Carter, Squirrel, at some point during the five years, has been replaced, killed, and probably repl- probably killed and replaced by a Squirrel. We know that Secret Invasion's coming. Uh, Nick Fury's gonna be all over that. Why not start introducing uh, skulls in, in in Squirrels in waiting now? You know, let's get this ball rolling.
1: Man, I think that'd be a real disservice to the character of Sharon Carter if she was like killed off screen.
0: To be fair, Sharon Carter has basically had disservice done to her since she showed up on the, in these movies. They have not done justice to Sharon Carter at all.
1: No, they haven't. But I think I, I think now is the time that you can finally start doing justice to that character, and it seems like they're off to a good start. And um... well, what,
0: what if she's been a scroll all along? <laughs>
1: Even worse.
0: <laughs> okay, all right. I don't think you're even, wrong.
1: Even worse. Cancel my, cancel my Disney Plus at that point. <laughs> Good Lord.
0: <laughs> all right, so you're not a fan of that one. All right.
1: I'm not a fan of, no, of, of retroactively saying like, oh, well, this person was a scroll, That person was a scroll. That That's what they did in the comic books, and everybody hated it.
0: I, I don't think everyone hated it. I think people were shocked. And that was what they were think, going for. I
1: think 90% of the people who read it hated it. That That is, <laughs>
0: just,
1: judging from the conversations at the comic book store we went to when we were younger, Though everyone hated it. I didn't read it. It just sounded like, wow, that sounds bad.
0: <laughs> Secret of wasn't that long ago. I don't think we were. I, I don't know. I'm pretty sure I was living here in San Diego.
1: Uh, maybe I'm confusing it with something else then
0: I don't know it was something that crossed my mind and I've sort of I actually went back and rewatched I wanted to rewatch Sharon's uh, scene from Civil War and after rewatching that scene I'm a little dissuaded from this idea of of her being a Skrull but I did want to share it with, with with our listeners just in case any of them want to know what kind of a boob I am what kind of a jerk, what kind of a jackass I can be Okay. <laughs> like I said, I rewatched that scene. That scene, and in my memory, it played out a little bit differently than what it was. And so I was like, "Oh, that's not quite as um, vague as I maybe had it in my mind."
1: I don't even remember her having a scene in Civil War.
0: Yeah, she's there when they detain uh, uh, um, the Winter Soldier, and and uh, you know before the big scene where uh, Zemo breaks him out, and you know Black Panthers running down the street with Steve, and they're doing all that stuff. Okay. But this, right. this is basically yeah. when Cap goes on the run with 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 Bucky and Sam, and she brings them their gear, the shield, and the you know Falcon's fight pack and all that stuff.
1: All right. Yeah, I vaguely remember it.
0: Yeah, and and like Steve Steve makes reference to like uh, they're they're gonna they're gonna come after you for this kind of thing, and again, this is this is the beginning of, of Sharon Carter getting done dirty because after Endgame, there's all this you know they're on the lam, lam for a couple years or whatever. Uh, Sharon as well, but after Endgame, there's five years (laughs) where uh, Steve probably could have reached out, because it sounds like she wasn't blinked out. Right. All right. But do you think it's more likely that she she could be the power broker? Yeah, I I think that's a
1: distinct possibility, yeah.
0: All right. Would you be happy or satisfied with that? Sure. So I, I sort of, again, I sort of get more i i the more i think about it the more i think that has a lot of credence to it i also sort of maybe think that zemo knows that and that's why he killed um uh, the scientist when he did because that was right when sharon was coming into the room and he right. might he might have said something to indicate that
1: so i I'm, right. I'm
0: wondering if Neem, zemo jesus i did it again i'm wondering if zemo is, is sort of playing like a long game with the power broker trying to get in her good graces, if it is her.
1: Yeah, maybe. Um, like I've 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 heard that theory, and um, yeah, I I think there's a lot of merit to it.
0: Yeah, I you know one of the reasons why I started kind of I wanted to kind of go back into this this and talk about this episode again is because again we have two episodes left and there's a lot to do. I think there's a lot to do in these two episodes.
1: Well, I guess it depends on how long they are.
0: I think they're supposed to be about an hour. All right.
1: Well, you got a full, full feature-length movie to to get it taken care of. I feel like they can do it.
0: Exactly. So that brings me to my next my next topic. Something we haven't, or something that the show hasn't really done a, too deep a dive on yet is, you know, more about the the, GD, the GDC, this organization, this global, or GRC. G, sorry.
1: GRC GRC
0: yeah. the Global Repatriation Repatriation Council. Um, we still don't know a ton about them, right?
1: No, not really,
0: no, they're just like sort of like this faction of the government of the u s government uh, they is are it the ones... of the u s
1: government or is it an international body
0: well i i, I say u s government because they have captain america quote unquote you know they they sort of seem to be in charge of of john walker and and Battlecat
1: <laughs> um <laughs>
0: I, but again, I don't know how much in
1: charge of them they are because we don't really see them taking orders from anybody in in the GRC. Uh, you know, I brought this up before. I, I wonder because the the Global Repatriation Council sounds like something that would fall more under like the UN Charter, and um, you know the United States works with the UN quite a bit. So yeah, why not? Have Captain America help the GRC accomplish its goals, kind of thing. That that's how I'm looking at it. I mean, it could easily just be something set up by by the U.S. government, but but I, I you know, we just don't know yet.
0: No, we don't know. And I, and I guess that's where I'm kind of coming from. Is like I I want to know more about this organization because I I feel like they probably have more to do with what's going on. I mean, maybe and maybe I'm just looking for conspiracies where there aren't any. But I feel like they have to be more involved in in, in some of the goings ons in the, in these shows. I, I I strongly suspect that the GRC's connected to the power broker.
1: Yeah, again, I, you know that's something I've considered. seems like a very real possibility.
0: but but these are two things that it, you know probably intentionally have been sort of left alone for for uh, the four episodes that we have so far.
1: Yeah, they've left it pretty muddy.
0: yeah, so I, I guess I'm, I'm I'm wondering if we'll get a little bit more clarity. Uh, in in these final two episodes, as we as we race towards our conclusion here.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: and And yeah, and that's sort of that's sort of where i'm 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 at with with those uh, those particular things. Um, I, I'm getting ready to go into, into like crazy person territory. <laughs>
1: but okay. but, before, right. but
0: before we leave reality completely, I wanted to, to to see if you had any any more thoughts on the episode in particular that we we haven't caught to just yet.
1: Um, not really. I'm still, I'm, I feel like they've left the, the flag smashers vague as well. Mm -hmm. I don't think they've done a very good job and I don't know, I shouldn't say they haven't done a good job because I don't know if it's intentional or not, but I feel like even them and, and their mission and what they're fighting for is still pretty vague. You know, we get, we get kind of broad lines about uh the world was better in the blip no borders but that's just that's it i you know i i would like to know more about them
0: i would too and i you know what like, like we sort of talked talked about a little bit uh there at the beginning is i'm i'm very curious how they view uh the avengers in 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 that sense do, do they blame the avengers for undoing the blip and and you know do, do they hold them responsible or are they just trying to hold you know the world leaders accountable or, the, or this GD or this GRC uh, responsible? I'd like to know a little bit more about that too. I'd like to know a little bit more about them. I mean, we, we know Carly's history and backstory, but like they've kept their demands kind of vague. They've kept their threats kind of vague. I mean, it's like right. do what we want or there will be bad things. It's, it's it's not as defined as I'd like it to be. And they seem like a very small group. Right. So it, it's sort of. I don't know. It's not like necessarily an empty threat, unless unless they're just trying to like mobilize more everyday people to their cause to sort of force change, you know. Mm-hmm. Like they're they're trying to start a movement, maybe. Right. You know, and, and it's it's a terrible comparison, but you know, like like the like the the protests we saw last summer, you know, maybe it's maybe that's their their mode of forcing change. Um, I don't I don't know. It's. Again, we just don't I feel like we just don't have enough information.
1: We definitely don't have enough information.
0: I would like more. In these next two episodes I'd like more about what their kind of objective here is, what they really are kind of hoping to accomplish and how. And again, define give me more definition on who the GRC is. Right. So those are two things that I'm definitely hoping for as well. I'm with you on that. Okay. Um all right. Let's go in let's let's get into Crazy Town a little bit here, okay? All right. One of the threads that I've I've been uh, extremely reluctant to pull on from Avengers Endgame uh, is the scene where old Steve Rogers hands the shield to Sam. Okay. It's like it's again that movie hits on so many wonderful emotional notes. I don't. I don't want to pick at it necessarily, right? But we have to sort of address the uh, the elephant in the room on this one. That's. Cap's shield was destroyed in the fight with Thanos. Right. So where the hell did this shield come from?
1: I guess I always just figured Cap at some point had Tony make him one.
0: Make him one, yeah. But I mean, uh, like what? They, they just gave him some more vibranium? Sure. It's one of those things I'd like a better answer to, is, is I guess what I'm trying to get at.
1: Right, okay. Um I don't think you're gonna get one.
0: <laughs> Alright, well in that same same train of thought here, let's like I wanna stay with old man Steve. Okay? Okay, well
1: actually because of what you just said, I mean with old man Steve, I mean, we don't know everything that he got up to during, you know, the entire life that that he led
0: this is what uh, i want to talk that this is actually one of the things i did want to talk to you about this is where i was going to go uh, next i was curious if that means if you um ascribe to the to the another theory that uh uh steve uh, was actually rather busy between <laughs> when he met sam and and when he went back to the past yeah
1: i mean i i mean i certainly think he he did some stuff you know, yeah. I, I don't know what, but I mean, I was going to say it's very possible that he could have, you know, found his way to Wakanda and I gotten think, some.
0: I think there are other adventures for Steve to, that he's gone on. I think right. uh, people have uh, online if you, uh, if you if you if uh, you do, you know, if you follow some of the, the, the Internet sleuths that are out there, they will point mm-hmm. out some of the differences between the, the shield that Cap has at the beginning of Endgame and the cap and the, and the shield that he hands to Sam. Some very okay. soft, small, subtle differences to it. Um, and I'm sort of intrigued by the idea that Steve Rogers was doing things all that time. And I'm wondering if we'll get more exploration or explanation of this.
1: Um, I guess that all depends on whether or not Chris Evans is willing to come back to the role.
0: Well, that that's a funny thing, too, because uh, several months back there were rumors swirling that Chris Evans was coming back to do something. And I sort of yeah. wonder if old man, Steve is going to show up in this series to kind of shed some light on, on stuff at the very end of the, uh, at the very end of the show. Mm-hmm. Cause, Cause I mean, obviously he like, he doesn't just like walk away and fade into nothing. I mean, old man, Steve is still around. Like he's got to see all this stuff going on. And has to be like, wonder like, dude, I gave that shield to Sam. Who's this guy?
1: Yeah, that's very true. He could have just died of a heart attack or something. <laughs> well,
0: I mean, sure, it's possible. But, but part of me sort of thinks that Sam or or Bucky knows where he is, and they may have to have a conversation by the end of this episode or by the end of the series.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean that. You know, I haven't put much much thought in into into Steve coming back. I guess because honestly, I don't. I don't really want him to.
0: No, I don't. Um, I don't want it either. I'm with you. I, 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 I like Steve's story wrapping up the way that it did in Endgame.
1: Yeah.
0: But they're 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 forcing us to kind of ask these questions now, and you know we have to we have we, we do have to kind of wonder a little bit.
1: Yeah. You know, I, I I mean, my whole thing, like, I don't want him to, to come back because I, I think it I think it takes away from from Sam and, and Bucky's I was, I was story. Gonna,
0: yeah, I was gonna say it kind of takes agency from them in, in this story. Yeah. Like I said, like if, if he were to come back, it'd have to be like a really small thing at the very tail end. And the the only sort of thing that I came up with was that uh is that Bucky does know where he is, does know how to get in contact with him, because they've mm-hmm. been friends for so long. And he reaches out to Steve to talk to him about Isaiah and then Steve goes to mm-hmm. see Isaiah, which actually does happen in the comics
1: okay
0: and I thought that might be interesting um, yeah. but I, I don't know I, I don't I don't know I just I'm curious if you thought uh, Steve Rogers would, would factor into this at all because because I mean remember the shows it, it's it's presumed by everyone else in the Marvel Universe that Captain America you know basically is dead and gone right and and oh
1: is it i i don't i don't remember i mean that seemed like, to be
0: like the first episode it seems like they almost eulogize him there at that smithsonian ceremony where they're turning the shield in
1: yeah i guess so i'd have to watch the scene again i don't
0: it, it's you know and maybe i'm looking maybe i'm getting too far into it. like i said like i'm out of the, i'm way out of the box on this i'm, right. I'm just sort of wondering I'm, I'm throwing stuff against the wall and seeing and seeing what you think
1: no, I mean you're kind of convincing me here that he's gonna show up. Um, but that said, you know, I just I, I don't know. I I just don't I don't need him to. No, I and... don't. I don't think
0: I need him to either. I'm just curious if you thought it was a possibility with with some of these, uh, some of the stuff that we're pointing out here.
1: Yeah, I mean it's definitely a possibility. And and yeah, I I, I remember a month or so ago there was some kind of talk about about Chris Evans possibly returning. So.
0: Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I am just. I am literally throwing things against the wall at this point. <laughs> but I mean, I, it's, I. Like I said, I mean, I could definitely see something happening in that vein with with you know, old man Steve having to come and have a chat with with Sam, and, and you know, maybe further explaining like why he's the right choice for this. You know, which apparently is the conversation I thought they would have had at the lake in Endgame, but
1: <laughs> not so much. I feel- I feel like that was the conversation they had at the end of Endgame.
0: Well, it's it's, you know that scene just—if you rewatch the scene—I mean, the scene just kind of sort (laughs) of ends. There's not really like a resolution or anything. Nothing's agreed upon. It's it's it's, obviously it's intentionally left vague. Well, no, but
1: you know, Sam set puts on the shield and he says, "I'll do my best." And Steve says, "I know. That's why it's yours."
0: Yeah, but uh, you the know, end. Maybe, That's all you need. Maybe we go back to the lake. We revisit it. We get more of that conversation. I, I you know, I don't know. I'm just, I'm just sort of wondering if the, if the, if Steve will factor into this by the end.
1: Well, he turned into dust like a Jedi.
0: He's not a Skrull, though, is he?
1: I hope he is.
0: <laughs> what, what if
1: Captain America was a Skrull all along? Please <laughs> do it, Marvel.
0: Well, I mean, they did make they did the, they they tried that thing where he's a Hydra agent all along. That worked out spectacularly for them. I think everyone hated that storyline.
1: <laughs> oh, I I just, I just mean in the cinematic. universe. No, I yeah. I
0: know what you mean, but you know they they've they've mucked around with Steve a lot in, in the comics over the years too. <laughs> Might as well. At least they didn't turn him into a werewolf in the Marvel Cinematic Universe.
1: I mean, that would be kind of great. <laughs> and he could fight Blade.
0: That, the the crossover of the century yeah <laughs> maybe maybe on that new uh, what if animated series we'll get into that a little bit more yep <laughs> um I I, I think that's as far that that's all my outside the box stuff that I have for you here okay uh you know I, like I said I wanted to talk about about Steve old man Steve possibly coming back in and how it, you know if he's gonna factor into talk you know because again in there's gotta be more with Isaiah, right? Like there has to be some kind of conversation between Sam I, and Isaiah, right?
1: I would think so, but it, it could also, you know, it could also just be an epilogue. It could be a post-credit scene because the thing is, is you know, I, they're not gonna wrap up every every loose end. No, no, this. no, that's, of course That's not, not. what Marvel does. No, so th- there's definitely gonna be a lot. I think a lot of wiggle room for you know, whatever the next Falcon and Winter Soldier Captain America storyline's going to be.
0: Well, it'll be interesting to to sort of explore, uh, or just to even have, like, the conversation with Isaiah about, you know, how it was to basically be the black Captain America and and how that all went horribly wrong, and, like, how does that factor into Sam's decision to be Captain America, a black Captain America in 2021? Right. You know, I, I think that is... Something that's very interesting, and I'd like to see that conversation. I, I hope we get that conversation between those two characters. Yeah, you know, because I think that you know, what well, that was like, what episode two that they they did that? Yes. So you know, we haven't really, got, you know, obviously we're very deep into the the super soldier mythology at this point, but I'd like to kind of get back to the race thing because I think that's a very interesting topic for for Marvel to try and explore. They you know they don't do that sort of real world stuff all that often, so right. I, I would love to see. That conversation and and you know the sort of the the issues that would arise from a, a black man being Captain America. I, I I'm fascinated by it. All right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. It'll I know. be interesting. It'll, it'll be interesting. And you know, since we're sort of speculating about the end of the show, and we're, we're making the big presumption that Sam will be Captain America, which I do sort of feel is the track we're on, right? Maybe. I. I don't know. I, I had the thought because you know we've we've seen the
1: trailers and 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 there's that scene of both Sam and Bucky flinging the shield around yeah. outside of what looks like Sam's sister's house. Yeah. So that kind of made me think. Well, maybe they're gonna. Maybe they're going to do it a little bit differently. Like, maybe they're kind of going to... Because I don't think Sam is going to end up with a a super soldier serum. Mm -hmm. So maybe when a mission calls for more of Sam's expertise, he'll be Captain America. Then if a mission calls more for Bucky's expertise, maybe he'll have the shield. You know, maybe it'll be kind of a shared thing. I, I don't know. But... But I mean, I do think you're right. I, like it, the show is leaning very heavily into Sam being Captain America, and that would be fine too.
0: Yeah, and I, I think I talked about it uh, when we were talking on Friday after episode four. How it seems like a lot of the, those those scenes from the trailers are are going to be kind of how the show ends. <laughs> like I think we got a glimpse of how the show is going to wrap up. Like we got a, like a taste of the epilogue.
1: <laughs> I think that's actually. Uh, I don't know. Based on on the new trailer that they that they put out, I'm kind of thinking that scene is going to happen in between the end of the second act and and the third act. I, I think they're going to get the shield from Walker at the end of the next or sometime during the next episode, and then they're going to have it, and it's going to be what are we going to do? That
0: you know, I'm, I'm glad you brought, brought that up because that was going to be like the next question I asked you is 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 like is that is that episode five is is it Sam and Bucky taking down John Walker?
1: That, that I I think well um, be, because we we see in this new trailer that they catch up with Walker. It looks pretty quickly after what happened at the end of of episode four. Because they, they meet him in that kind of bombed out warehouse or whatever it is. And Walker still has the blood on the shield. and they're still in their same clothes from, from the end of episode four. So th- there's gonna be some kind of confrontation, but we, but there is that footage of it, it looks like Walker, it's like a scene at night. He's like walking down down a street. Um, and he still has the shield, so so I don't know. May, maybe they maybe they have an initial fight with him and they lose. So yeah,
0: and, it, well, and there's another another scene in that in that, uh, in, that tra- in that teaser trailer where uh, he's he throws where John throws the shield at Carly, who kicks it right back at him. So right, but that that scene I I, did, I need to rewatch it again. But that scene sort of looks like it might be like the way the show opens because I think it's at it looks like it's at the same like water fountain. Where John just killed her friend. Okay. But I could be mistaken about that. I, I got to watch that trailer again. Um, yeah. So I I would not be surprised if the next episode picks up like mere moments after this one ended, after after episode four ended. Uh, no, I think it will. Yeah, and I I do sort of think that episode five will be all about taking the shield back from right. from John and and stopping him, so that they can then proceed to uh, stop everybody else who's left over in episode six. Yeah, because I like I
1: think after like you said I think episode five will deal mostly with the Walker stuff and getting the shield back, and then I think episode six will be dealing with nee, or Zemo and the uh, the the power broker stuff.
0: Yeah, and obviously you know, uh, there'll be sort of a race to find Zemo against the Wakandans, so that'll be right. that'll be some interesting stuff there. Um, yeah, man. I mean, there's just. There's a lot to get to, and I'm I'm so excited uh, for, the, for these for two, these final two episodes. Uh, like I said, I think this show's been a treat. I know I know there've been a lot of critics of it uh, for it not being uh, action-packed enough for them, but uh, I think they're sorely mistaken.
1: There's plenty of action, and there's a ton of interesting stuff going on. I I think if you're not, I I don't know I don't, I don't like if you're not interested, you're not interested. But I mean. I, that just sounds like someone who just wants like comic book smash em up stuff all the time. And, and kind of, as we discussed, you know, with Wanda uh, kind of turning into that at the end, that to me is the the least interesting thing about these, about these shows.
0: Yeah. And I, uh, you know, it, I, I think it's also a little bit of, uh, you know, people are very used to like the Marvel for lack of a better word, Mar- the Marvel formula. For the, right. for their movies, you know, two and a half, two to two and a half hours of you know, really fast-paced action with some comedy here and there and a little bit of character development when they can throw it in. Uh, and and what you and I have have complimented this show and One Division on was we really seem to like this long form storytelling where we can get more into the characters. And I think for a lot of people that's that's uh, a shift they weren't prepared for. You know, I thought right. I think I think they I think a lot of people thought every episode was going to be a Marvel movie, and it is, but it's a Marvel movie that gets to breathe more. Yeah, and and again, I like that. You like that. Uh, a lot of a lot of our our friends and fellow podcasters that we know like that. So uh, some people need to take a chill pill.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, I mean it's I, I mean this is like the comics. You know, this is like a, a six to eight issue arc. In, in, in the comic books, so yeah. I'm all for it.
0: No, like I said, I, I I'm completely fascinated uh, with the, with this episode four. There's just there's so many layers to it. it it's such a complex uh, uh, onion, <laughs> if, if you will. I mean, you just peel back stuff on this one and you just and just kind of get into it. And it'd be it'd be great to have more information on certain elements. But I I think they're gonna get there. I mean, the people in charge of these shows are extremely capable uh, screenwriters and showrunners. So I I don't think we're gonna get like hung out to dry on anything. We'll get we'll get what answers they give us, and then, uh, you know, anything they don't answer in this series, will probably go into the next one.
1: Yeah, I mean, you know, it took Marvel ten years to get to Endgame. Not everything after that is going to be Endgame. They have to they have to build back up, you know.
0: Well, and like you said, I mean, it's it's like the comics. I mean, they're planting seeds for things that may not pay off immediately, but they're going right. to pay off down the road. Yeah. You know, I mean, it, it's it's fun, you know, I, I think we talked about it on, on on a prior episode, but when you go back and watch the first Avengers movie and you see you know Thanos, the the stinger with Thanos at it, I mean, like, <laughs> how how are you people going to be? I mean, look what you were you were teased with something ten years ago, and, and if it only then paid off, you know, ten years later. So, yeah. Sometimes these things take a little time. Yeah,
1: they they do.
0: The the last thing I wanted to to, to mention is. Um, because, again, I love this episode, especially Sam. I think Sam was so completely underrated in this episode and so amazingly good in this episode. His compassion, his empathy, those character traits that make him uh, uh, an ideal candidate for Captain America. Um, I, I wanted to throw some speculation out at you and see what you think. Does this show wrap up with an epilogue? John, John, Walk, John Walker, probably incarcerated, some kind of holding facility somewhere, getting counseling from Sam Wilson?
1: Uh, I mean, I I think the question is when does that happen? I think it happens at some point. Mm-hmm. As to whether or not they do it at, at the end of this show, I don't know because I won. A part of me thinks Marvel, you know, it all depends on, on what they decide to do with the John Walker character after the show. Mm-hmm. But a part of me thinks that Marvel is going to leave him to be reviled for a while.
0: Oh, okay. You think so? Interesting.
1: Yeah, I think so. Because I think it will make it more impactful when he does eventually come back and and when he does redeem himself.
0: Interesting. I I still am leaning towards that happening, or at the very least, they have a, like, a, like an initial conversation yeah. a, about John. You know, maybe uh, taking some time to analyze himself and, and the darkness that is in him, as we've seen. Right. You know, like like Doctor Erskine said. You know, good becomes great, but bad becomes worse. Mm-hmm. And maybe John will be smart enough to realize that he doesn't want to be worse. He wants to be better. <laughs> Right. So I And again, I, I refer back to the comics for the umpteenth millionth time for John Walker's character. He becomes a hero in the comics. Right. I'd like to think that they're going to give him that redemptive arc. Um, but again, maybe Marvel's like, nah, we're good.
1: <laughs> well, no. I mean, what I'm saying is I think he will have that redemptive arc. I just don't think they start it at the end of this. Yeah,
0: No. and you could be 100% right. And it it could be a, a situation where like if there is a season two of this, or if this were to continue in, into a Falcon Winter Soldier movie, you know, maybe that you you visit the prison because you're like, we need John Walker's help on this. He knows something that we don't, or you know, I don't know. Maybe it becomes a situation where he's an asset all of a sudden. Yeah. And you find out that and you find out then that Sam's been working with him behind the scenes for you know x amount of time or whatever. I don't. I don't know. There's a lot of possibility there. It just kind of depends on you know we're not privy to to Marvel's plans. We don't know if they got up their sleeves.
1: Well, how nice of Sam to finally give Walker a little bit of help after he's become a complete jerk.
0: Well, I mean, maybe Sam doesn't realize that, that you know, until he saw what he saw that this guy's obviously messed up. They, they make, they make reference. They, they make mention of it in the fourth episode. Like Bucky says, like there's something wrong with that guy.
1: Yeah. I understand that, but I just, I don't know, man, like a, a part of me, a, a part of me has a little bit of trouble, like sympathizing with Sam and Bucky at this point, because, you know, when we met John, you know, like like he just seems like a good dude trying to do the right thing and then, you know, buckles on, under the pressure. And I just can't help but think like, yeah, and it, it would have been very helpful for someone in that position to have, you know, Steve Rogers's friends behind him. And, and none of this is to, to 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 take any of the blame off of John Walker himself. His actions are his actions, you know. But but I, I just think Sam and Bucky were kind of jerks to him. Like it like it wasn't his fault that like he was given the shield, you know. You well, understand I, what I'm saying?
0: I do. But uh, obviously they they have deep personal feelings about that whole that whole situation. And, and you know, again, I'm not uh, I'm probably not savvy enough to kind of get into like their headspace. But like they were. I mean, they just weren't happy. Like, maybe they didn't give him a chance, but at the same time, no, they didn't. But at the same time, I mean, did did John earn a chance? And maybe that's maybe that's where they're coming from.
1: I think that's where they're coming from. But at the same time, you know, if if your government is handing the shield and saying like you're going to be the next Captain America, and after the things that you know, after fighting for this country, he's a very decorated soldier. Like, yeah, he probably he's like probably like okay, yeah, I guess I did earn this. You know, like he doesn't—he doesn't necessarily understand what it takes to earn it. You know,
0: no, no. I mean, you're not wrong on that. I—I I, but at the same time, like I said, I—I I, I think, you know, Bucky and Sam's perspective is like, well, who the hell is this guy?
1: You know, where was I, this guy fighting I, Thanos? I totally understand that perspective, but I, I still feel like they've—they've they've kind of been jerks to him.
0: And again, maybe that's just because the their their loyalty, their love of Steve Rogers, and. You know, again, it was Steve's. It was Steve's shield to give. It wasn't some government agencies to give, and so the whole thing has rubbed them the wrong way.
1: But again, maybe... totally understandable. But again, I'm sorry, sorry, Sam. You gave it away. Well, <laughs> and they and look, they lied to him. They lied. They straight up lied to him. I'm just saying. I think I I said it in the last episode. I think John Walker has gotten a raw deal in all this.
0: Oh, I mean, a hundred percent. I mean, and in the comics, I mean, John Walker's completely manipulated by the organi- organization that made him Captain America, and right. that's why I wa- that's why I want to know what's going on with the GRC. If if there's more to this than than we're being led to believe so far, you know? Yeah. And and again, maybe that's me just looking for more comic book links and ties that aren't going to be there. But I'm 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 extremely curious if that's how it's going to play out.
1: Yeah, I I feel like you're right about that.
0: Yeah. So I mean. It, you know has John Walker gotten a raw deal sure but he's made his choices too
1: yeah no like i said none of what i said is to take the responsibility off of his shoulders because yeah he like you fucked up
0: right and and to be fair like he in their first meeting i mean he did treat them like sidekicks almost
1: he did yeah
0: so i, 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 I can imagine but, that shaping them a little bit too
1: but i think he was all he was trying to extend an olive branch
0: I, i'm not saying that he's not and you know again i i i'm a fan of US agent <laughs> <So> I, <laughs> I liked know. that character I don't know why I just did and maybe it was before I realized like what Marvel was doing at the time but I was like another Captain America that's cool <laughs> before yeah, I was like I, you know then I, I turned I guess... 20 and I was like another Captain America boo <laughs>
1: <laughs> I, I guess that's the thing I, I just feel like all the hate that the character has gotten is just like insane to me
0: <laughs> oh you're not wrong on that no you're not wrong on that at all now uh, people have lost their minds, and I, it's like, you know, I, I love that you love the Marvel Cinematic Universe, but go to a comic book store, pick up a trade paperback of something. <laughs> like, yeah. These people, or just even look at a Wikipedia file. I don't care. <laughs> Google this shit. <laughs>
1: yeah, that's. I mean, that's literally all you have to do.
0: Yeah, it's 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 just bananas to me. I mean, we talked about it uh, last week with with you know all the the like the 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 Wyatt Russell death threats and all that, all the hate for Wyatt and all that stuff, and it's just like, come on, man. Yeah, He's like if you hate this guy that much, that means he's acting his face off. So show some respect.
1: Yeah, no, I think he's, I think he's doing a great job with it.
0: Yeah, no, I again, I'm I, I can't wait to see Sam and Buckingham fight up. Cause again, we got we got John all juiced up now. He's he's uh, he's the Barry Bonds of Captain Americas right now. <laughs> Mostly because everyone hates Barry Bonds and everyone hates John Walker. So there you go.
1: Yeah, I guess so. Uh,
0: let me ask you. Uh, you know what? I did want to ask you. I, I meant to bring this up on Friday's show and I forgot. Um, that scene with Lamar and John in the cafe where they're talking and John's asking about taking the super soldier serum. Yeah. I know I'm going backwards, sorry. Uh, That's okay. At that point, during that conversation, has John taken the serum yet? Or is he sort of waiting for Lamar to give him permission to do it?
1: Yeah, I wondered that myself. Um, I think that I took away from it that he hadn't. But then... I think like the next time we see him he's kind of powered up so yeah yeah i i, I honestly don't know I, I i don't have any any real theories on it but no i'm
0: just curious of your opinion that's that's all that question's about don't worry yeah because i mean you have the same you saw the same scene i did i was just sort of curious if it, i i sort of took it as he was trying to get permission from lamar basically to do it right and and obviously, but obviously, he was keeping it secret because he wasn't offering it to Zillamar. <laughs> he wasn't like, right. you want to split it, go halvesies, and be all both be a little juiced up." <laughs>
1: <laughs> True.
0: <laughs> so I, you know, I just was kind of curious about that because I, I thought, again, I I liked that scene a lot. I thought it was really insightful in, into both those characters and, the, and their mentality and uh, and the way they the way they sort of view us being a super soldier. But again, they're soldiers already, so I I I definitely understand where they're coming from. Right. It's, it's just, again, I just think it's all uh, the, the morals and the ethics involved. I, I find that discussion on across this episode so so completely compelling. Yeah. And I, I kind of sort of think that's all I have to say about this episode for now until I think of two more things and call you back tomorrow. Okay. <laughs> We're just going to talk about this episode until episode five comes out every day this week. Uh, Maybe not. Let's not. No. <laughs> <laughs> Like, like these Disney Plus shows, we gotta let it breathe, Mark. We'll just <laughs> we'll we'll stop talking about it, and on Friday we'll come back and reassess where we are after that new episode. Right. Sound good. Sounds good. Well, th- I appreciate you indulging me on this. I it, this actually went longer than I thought. I thought I figured this would be like a quick like twenty thirty minute chat, but uh, no, this is a full blown episode.
1: <laughs> right.
0: <laughs> Sorry about that.
1: Two episodes for one episode.
0: I don't like. I said I found this episode insanely compelling, and I thought I had some pretty interesting questions for you. All right. <laughs> don't agree, huh? You're like, man, nah, are questions, all right? I don't no, know I, I
1: mean, I, I enjoyed them. You know, <laughs> I feel like I'm, I'm the one man on the planet trying to defend John Walker. I'm, I'm not sure I should even be trying.
0: Uh, you know, this is all about just me trying to drag you back into a comic book store. This is that's what this is all about.
1: Mm, not we're, gonna, gonna happen. We're, we're gonna
0: relive our glory days at Adventure Comics, hanging out uh, with Joe, eating pizza.
1: I mean, that'd be great, but <laughs> you know, I'm—I I, I don't know—comic books sound like they're not terribly good right now.
0: Well, that's a whole other podcast. Don't worry. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. One more thing before I, before we wrap it up, though, I, I, I did just want to say this to you uh, because uh, you you seem to scoff at my my Sharon Carter as a scroll theory, but. But, remember, in the very, was it episode two, when, when Sam tells Bucky that it's always aliens, androids, or wizards, this would make Sam right, <laughs> to have a scroll behind the power broker and the GRC. Yeah. <laughs> Think about it. Think about it. It
1: wasn't, it wasn't androids when he fought Batrock. wasn't androids aliens or wizards then
0: how dare you batrock is clearly an alien no one leaps that much we'll find out we're gonna find out batrock is is a scroll too i hope he's behind the whole thing i hope he's the power broker (laughs) george saint pierre the power broker i love it (laughs) all right man i will talk to you later thanks again for doing this uh we'll chat on friday for episode 5 of the falcon and winter soldier I keep saying the Falcon. Just It's just Falcon and Winter Soldier, and the Winter Soldier, right? Like, what am I doing? <laughs> I put thes in places they don't, they don't belong, and I take them from the places they need to be.
1: Cool. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> Later, dude. Later. You're right, man. They weren't even super Soldier. All right. Hey, there it is. That's the conversation. I, I hope you all enjoyed or will at least put up with my, my indul, indulge me here, I guess is what I'm trying to say. And please uh, forgive my indulgence on this episode as, as we kind of dive back into episode four of the Fal- of Falcon and the Winter Soldier. There I, there I am again putting extra buzz into the name of the show. Uh, I'm completely fascinated by this episode. I, re- I really, really am. I and, and, you know, like I told Mark, The layers in this episode, the the sort of complexities that are beneath the surface and the argument about, you know, what kind of person would want to be a super soldier, Uh, it's fascinating to me. I I find it very, very insanely interesting, Uh, you know, especially because I am a comic book reader. Uh, You know, I grew up with these comic books and these characters, and, uh, you know, most of them got their powers from something, Right. So it's kind, of, it's kind of fun, especially especially the Marvel characters. They're always bitten by something or exposed to some kind of radioactive whatever it is. Um, and to have a character like Sam uh, who's not that and, and doesn't want to be that is, is uh, a really unique track. And, you know, again, we played that clip in the last episode. The, the Dr. Erskine clip talking to Steve the night before the procedure about how Steve is just a good man at, in his heart uh, in the, in, because he's a weak man getting strength, that he knows to respect that strength. There's, there's so much that ties into the stuff from First Avenger and all the other Captain America movies, too. And then the line that we used to open the show, that there's never been another Steve Rogers. That might be more important than the, than the argument that there's never been another Captain America, is there's never been another Steve Rogers. And and this episode sort of underscores the importance of Steve and his uh, moral fiber. And I, I, the, the complexities in this episode I really, really liked and, you know, again, as I talked to my brother about uh, the, the, the criticisms from some folks that this show isn't moving fast enough for them, that it isn't action-packed enough for them, um, you know, I, I, I disagree. You're entitled to your opinions, but I disagree with you. I think if you were to, I, well, I, I don't know if I want to go that route, but I'm, I'm enjoying all the complexity, all the character development, all the character moments in the show. And, again, kind of getting into the moral and ethical debate about being a super soldier and what it takes to be a super soldier and to be Captain America in particular I love it, I love it so much so again, uh, uh, please forgive my indulgence in this episode kind of talking more about the Falcon Winter Soldier from Friday um, but I hope you enjoyed the conversation I hope it brought some interesting things to it I know Mark had some interesting takes too I hope you uh, were okay with some of my wild speculations about Skrulls and other things but hey, why not why not? You know what? If we can talk about how Mephisto is going to be in every episode of WandaVision, let's talk about how scrolls are going to be in every episode of Falcon and Winter Soldier moving forward. All right. This is the TomCast Popcast. My name is Tom. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, before we go, though, we owe a big, big thanks to the official members of Pophead Nation, which you can join at patreon.com forward slash Popcast. And those official members include the Aspen Hill Chody, the Batman of Bay Park, Jeff Nail, Jeff is the co-host of The Ringing Ear, a fantastic music podcast that I recommend insanely highly. Highly insanely. Thanks to Evil Circle, the evilest of all circles, the Squid Master General, Brian Broussard, the New Jersey Devil, Mark Wegemer, and our very own Joker and Harley Quinn, Brian and Krista of Pariah Brewing Company right here in San Diego, California. And uh, I, I I didn't pick up my beers just yet, but on the next episode, I'm looking forward to having Pariah Brewing Company right here on the podcast. They, they, they recently recanned one of my favorites. And, uh, yeah, I'll be crushing that next week. So stay tuned for that. Oh, I'll tell you all the good stuff about Pribur and Company. All right, again, this is the TomCast Podcast. We'll be back at the, at the at the latest. We'll be back on Friday to do Episode 5, Falcon and Winter Soldier. Get ready. Buckle up. It's on Disney+. Plus. You have Disney+. Plus. I hope you're joining these shows. All right, let's get out of here. Ciao, babes. Great story. Compelling and rich. We're not going to be fucking sucked this year. We're the Stanley Cup champions! Yeah!